Hello everyone, and welcome to Art in Motion, a podcast where we explore the idea of self-expression through various mediums of art. Today, we'll be talking about the world of makeup, just another way of putting 2D art onto a three-dimensional canvas. As I'm going to talk about later, Makeup has become such a broad subject that it can be kind of hard to find a definition for it. But a basic and more standard definition of the term makeup would just be cosmetics used to enhance the appearance of the face. Now, when you say enhance the appearance of the face, usually in a broader sense, we mean longer lashes, deeper bone structure, more color to the face in general, and brighter lips. Now, these... Um, enhancements have changed over time, but where did it originate? Well, in ancient Egypt, usually women used beeswax and something like mesdiment, which is a combination of copper and lead that people would put on their eyes. Now, thinking of this, this doesn't really sound very safe or healthy for the face in general. And when I heard about this while researching for this episode, that kind of reminds me of something they used to do in Victorian times. In Victorian times, the trend there was to have a very pale white face. And something that they would use to create this effect is they would use... um a mixture with lead in it, or mercury, excuse me, and mercury doesn't sound that good for the face, although people would keep using it, and when the mercury did damage to the face, people would just keep putting on more and more to cover up the blemishes. I find it kind of interesting that before we could create safe makeup with materials that wouldn't harm the face that much, people still used things like copper, lead, and mercury to put on their faces even though it is clearly harming them. But today, I really wanted to focus on where makeup is in the modern day, because now you see it in such a different place than where it was throughout history. Today, it is more easily accessible, and not just for people who were in royalty, because, you know, in times like ancient Egypt and the Victorian times, as I mentioned before, only very rich people or just royalty could afford makeup. Today, there is a range of prices that you can buy makeup from, so it's really accessible to everyone. In addition, now makeup isn't just for women. Anyone can really use makeup, and I think that this is important to note because it just kind of gathers into the fact that makeup has not just become something to, you know, make yourself prettier or make yourself more feminine. It's something, it's just a form of expression as any art is. So today we see a lot of trends going on that most people tend to follow. Uh, In a usual makeup look, you would usually see bigger lips, bigger eyes, a smaller nose, and sharper features. And this kind of plays into the fact, well, who created these trends and who is really leading into these facts like who really wants to have bigger lips or bigger eyes well a lot of these come from influencers and celebrities if someone sees an influencer or celebrity use these makeup tips usually they will want to use it themselves um and that's why you see like if a celebrity does it then more people are going to do it and these are how these trends spread 
But in addition to that, you not only see these trends come from influencers and celebrities, you also see it from some sort of political movement or things like that. For example, goth makeup. That is a movement, it's not only a fashion statement, but it is also a movement, um, more of a political movement. But with that, there's also kind of a makeup that goes with it. Very pale face, very dark eyes with black, you know, all over the face usually. And you don't really see many celebrities or influencers doing this, but it still exists. And that's because it's a movement that people want to follow. And if they want to kind of participate in this movement, then they would participate in this makeup. Same goes for punk and even things like feminism, because when, you know, as time goes on, women are fighting for their rights. And with this, maybe they say, well, we don't need makeup to look pretty. And this is actually interesting because it's not only an addition of makeup, as we've seen from other trends, it's an absence of it. If women think that they don't need to wear makeup, well, then they'll just stop wearing it. And this is also interesting because now you see some people, you know, wear a ton of makeup every day. And you see some people wear none at all. And this just goes down to kind of personal choice. But it's also interesting how these two people can exist simultaneously. And it doesn't really mean much. In other words... Whether you wear makeup or don't wear makeup, it shouldn't affect how you feel about yourself and how others around you feel about you too. As I've said before, makeup has become a broader subject and a broader work of art. In ancient history and in times before right now, people, mostly women, would only use it to make themselves look more feminine and make themselves look quote-unquote prettier. Now today, there are so many more types of makeup that people use to look certain ways. First off, more people do it, not just women, uh, and not just men either, you know, non-binary people, gender-fluid people, really anyone can use it, because it wouldn't really be fair if makeup was constrictive to one certain group, because the purpose of makeup itself is to express yourself on your face rather than a drawing or on a piece of paper and more things have been classified as makeup now what I mean by this is over time more things have been qualified as a full face now what I mean by a full face is that in a general term every part of your face is somehow enhanced by makeup. But over time, people have developed more ways to kind of quote-unquote get around this so they look a certain way without having to do all that much. I think that this is really good because now people don't really have to spend as much time or really put as much effort into looking how they want to look. In addition, way more styles have been developed. Uh, you know, in history, there has only been, say, one style per period. When you go back to the Victorian times, as I've, you know, used as an example in the past, you only see one type of makeup usually. But now, in modern times, when you look here, you see so many different types of makeup because the makeup that you wear is somewhat a reflection of yourself. If it's a lot of makeup that's very colorful, Colorful and vibrant and out there, maybe you are a very vibrant and colorful person. But if your makeup, you know, is less, not as noticeable and dulled down, maybe you are more reserved. I think that, you know, this is 
Also, a really good telling of why makeup is an art and not just an activity. It is self-expression that you are, in a way, putting on your face. Well, that's just about it for today's episode of Art in Motion. Tune in next time for another discussion about another way art exists in the past, future, or modern world. And especially next week, I wanted to talk about not just how makeup exists in the world, but how do you actually apply it, and how do people really do it?